On this team, we tear ourselves and everyone else around us to pieces for that inch. We claw with our fingernails for that inch. Because we know when we add up all those inches, that's going to make the fucking difference between winning and losing. You could say that 10,000 times and it still wouldn't be enough. It fires me up, man. I love it. Say it one more time. Shake it back! <laughs> Does that feel good? Yeah, it rhymes. Woo. They're both verbs. It's awesome. And welcome back, sports fans, to the next episode of The Shaving Points Podcast. Today, my name is Quentin Crisco. You can find me on Twitter at Stats. You can find the podcast on Twitter at Shaving underscore points that's pts underscore pod um you can also find us on facebook you can find us on instagram you can find us on linkedin we're trying to beef up those linkedin followers so go give us a follow on tiktok putting out content there pretty regularly all our videos all our uh shorts and everything can be found on youtube as well so go give us a, a subscribe on there, go like our videos, go comment what you want to see, and we will put it out. Um, and also on every podcast platform that I can think of, we are on. So go give us a listen. Um, today, I will be taking you through a Chicago Bears mock draft with trades. Yesterday, I did one without trades. It was very difficult. I didn't love the results, um, just because the Bears are in such a weird spot with having three three premium picks and then nothing until I think 150. Um, that that gap from 71 to 150 is just is rough. Um, so today, I'm just like yesterday. I'll be using NFLMockDraftDatabase.com to complete this draft. Um, they're my favorite mock draft simulator. Just because they, they have database of all these big boards and mocks and they're just kind of putting them all together and getting an analysis of them of where these guys are expected to go. So it's just kind of taking a lot of the we like this guy or the public out of it. It's just the from articles put out kind of putting them all together into one consensus. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and select the bears here. And then 2022, yes, this is a cool feature they have, actually. You can go back and do mocks from previous years. Um, I don't know why I'd do that right now, but theoretically it would be interesting to do. Um, and then I'm going to put this to fast. I want it to move quickly. I want the draft to be realistic, not aggressive or chaotic like the other options they have here. And then what type of trading I want. I want strict I want this to be realistic trades, um, as opposed to the relaxed, which is somewhere in between the strict and the free-for-all. I imagine free-for-all is kind of anything goes. I can, uh, I've never tried it, but I would assume it's like you can trade multiple like third-round picks for a late first or something like that. Um, but let's go ahead and jump in on this. And so we're gonna have a few minutes here to wait because I'm not, I'm not too concerned 
with watching what's going on or leaks my my trades here, I'm trading down. You know, I'm not if I'm Bears, I'm not I'm not looking to move up at all. I'm looking to move down from that uh, 39 pick or the 58 pick, really. Uh, I think the 39 is a better spot to move down personally, but it's going to depend on how the big board shakes out, uh, how the picks shake out ahead of us. So we'll go ahead and take a look, and we got a we already got a funny moment here with uh, the Packers. We love to see the Packers make moves like this as Bears fans, spending their first uh, first round pick because they have two this year, unfortunately, but spending their first one on George Karloftis, which is just humorous because you're not helping Aaron Rodgers again. You know, they, they took Jahan Dotson in the second one, so I can't bang it too much, but I can still laugh a little. Um, so looking at this, pick 39, we got David Ojabo, who's very tempting. Um, Roger McCreary, Arnold Ebicady, who's also very tempting. Um... Kenneth Walker, running back, cornerback Kyler Gordon, kind of a lot of what we've seen with with most mocks through now. A lot of defensive players are sitting here. Tyler Smith's a guy who I'd be interested in taking though. Um, same with Sky Moore, Christian Watson. So I'm looking at what one, two, three. Three guys who I'm really interested in a little bit later on. I mean, there are, there are 47, 48, 49 on the big board. I'm sitting at 39. Let's see what uh, what options I have to make a trade here. What they give me. So, Arizona's around 55. That might be one I'm interested in. Cleveland at 44, but they have so many picks. Uh, I, I might not have a great shot at making a trade happen with a team that has that many picks. Um, Washington at 47 could be interesting. Ideally, I think I'd like to be in the low or in the late 40s. Really, is kind of where I'd be want to trade back to, somewhere around like the Saints 49. The Saints might want to recoup some picks from their recent trade to get a second first round pick. Now, let's see if we can work something out with the Saints at 49. Give them 39, or else I guess. That don't make sense if I'm saying they want to recoup picks because they're moving up. Um, but it still makes sense because it's the Saints and they love to move up. Really, I'd love to get this 120 pick from them. That would kind of be my goal here to get 49 and 120 or 98. Let's see if we can get 98. Let's just try it straight up, see if that works. That worked. So I'll go ahead and run a, a tool to see how that trade ended up working out. That was just gut 
on the value. So I picked up 98 from the Saints. And so now I have four, pick 48 and pick 49. I'm looking at the guys available. We've still got Tyler Smith here. We've still got Christian Watson. Let's look at other receivers that are here. John Mechie. Calvin Austin. David Bell. So I'm in a pretty good spot for wide receivers. And the guy I'm really targeting on a line right here is Tyler Smith. So I'm just going to go ahead and take Tyler Smith off the board with 48. And then now I'm on the clock at 49. I hate to trade too much just to, to make it feel not that realistic. So right now, I've got 49, 71, 98, and then the 150. Kind of like to move down a little bit on 49, but I'm not going to just because I feel like it's it's tough to trade down twice in the same draft for a second round pick, like two second round picks moving back. Um, but especially now that the QBs are off the board, like with pick 39, Saints took Sky Moore, so they took receiver anyways. But since that, between 39 and 49. We've seen at least one quarterback come off the board. We've seen Desmond Ritter go off the board, so it's only one. Let's see who's left there. So Sam Howell's still here. You can get someone moving up for Howell. Um, let's see who's right behind us. See if they can. They're interested in a trade. So we got the Chiefs, Eagles, Steelers. Packers. Let's see. How many receivers are here that I like with this pick? I got two receivers that I really like with this pick. If I move down about 55 with the Cardinals. That's Watson or Mechie. It's a pretty big risk to try to move that move back what? Five picks, six picks with two receivers you like on the board. I could also fall back to a guy like Alec Pierce or uh, David Bell or Calvin Austin, but I'm not sure if that's worth the risk right now of Justin Fields needs receiver help, you know. Um, I'm going to go ahead and take Christian Watson here at 49. I think it just makes a lot of sense. Ideally, I think I think Mechie might be a better match for him. He's just a more polished guy. Um Assuming he can come off his ACL in good shape. But for now, that's that seems like the way to go. Um, so now at 71. Now is where stuff gets really interesting for me. So I take David Bell here. Quay Walker might be a fit at linebacker. I love Troy Anderson here. Um... But there's a lot of there's a lot of receivers here who I like too. With David Bell, Wandell Robinson, Alec Pierce, Khalil Sh uh, Shakur. My next pick isn't until what 98. 
and there are how many guys that I like here. So, Quay Walker is one, David Bell is two, Abraham Lucas is three, Troy Anderson is four, Wandale Robinson is five, Jalen Tolbert six, Alec Pierce is seven, And that's probably about as far down as I'm willing to go. So maybe moving back somewhere seven picks or less. Let's go ahead and get bold and, go, and say seven. Let's try a trade with the Browns here. So let's see. Let's find Cleveland. Let's try to get the 78 pick for 71. Let's see if we can get 118 out of them. There's someone here they really like. And then... So I guess this is saying it's still a little lopsided. If I give them 186... Man, I'd really like to keep some of these later picks in here, though. So let's ask for 202 back, just to make sure that we get a, a seventh here. Let's go ahead and try that. That worked. So we got two trade downs so far. There goes David Bell off the board, so that's one of the guys I was targeting. All right. And we're back. So, so far, we've got Tyler Smith and Christian Watson here. Man, and I'm I'm a huge fan of Troy Anderson. And I think this is really good value. I'm going to go ahead and take Troy Anderson here. Linebacker out of Montana State, former quarterback. He was an all-conference quarterback at Montana State at one point. Made the switch to linebacker. Um, very natural and instinctive player there. Still learning the position some. But, I mean, to switch positions like that mid-college, you got to be a pretty intelligent guy, I feel like. Um, so, here we go. So, Tyler Smith, Christian Watson, Troy Anderson. On the board, we got Isaiah Spiller. Nick Cross is a guy I might consider here. Um, we really need some cornerback help. Cam Jurgens could be interesting here, too. Or not interesting, but a guy who I, I'm, I'm considering at this pick would definitely be Cam Jurgens. Good old beef jerky. Has his own beef jerky company. Um, let's see what picks I got. So I got 98 here, and then my next pick is 118. I like Max Mitchell at 118. Mario Goodrich could be some good value there, but I, mean, I really need some cornerback help. Caleb Evans is a guy I like. I might I might target him at 118. So. Or Jalen Armour Davis at 118 could be a guy I'm looking at too. 
So I filled linebacker, I filled wide receiver, I filled offensive tackle or guard, depending on how you see Tyler Smith. Tyler Smith will give Borum some competition in camp and at the very least fill a guard spot. Um, I really wouldn't be against the wide receiver here either. But, you know what, I really like the wide receiver value around 148 between Danny Gray, Bo Melton, Tyquan Thornton. Um, heck, I even like Kevin Austin at that 202 spot. So, I'm probably not targeting wide receiver with this one. Cornerback value isn't there. A guy like Nick Cross could make a lot of sense right here. For the Bears to fill that, that that safety spot opposite Bojack. But I also have 150 and I really like JT Woods there as well. That's a risk though. He could be gone by then. 148, 150. You know what? I, I, I gotta... I think Cam Jurgens is great value here. He can fill the center role for you and kick Lucas Patrick out to guard. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead with that, I think. Zach Tom's there, too. I think Zach Tom's probably a better fit for this offense. I think Nick Cross is the way to go here. Yeah, so now I got. My tackle, my wide receiver, my linebacker, my safety. I've still got four picks left. So let's see, am I back on the board? Yep, I'm back on the clock. Let's see what we got here. So Caleb Evans there. So is Jalen Armour Davis. I'm at pick 118. I'm not picking until 148 again. I think I need to go corner here. And this could be a toss-up between Caleb Evans or Jalen Armour Davis. I think either one of them can work out pretty well for you. And this is a Caleb Evans a little higher than Armour Davis. I think Armour Davis has some better, some elite traits. Um... Although I think Caleb Evans has some pretty good athletic numbers too. I really like Caleb Evans' background. He uh, created a charitable foundation and he he also was the leader of a, the president I think of a, um, an organization in college, like a young black man organization. Um, Young black leaders, I think it was something along those lines. But you know, I'm going Armor Davis. Alabama's put out some good cornerbacks lately. I'm gonna stick with that. Armor Davis, he, he's only started for one year at Alabama. That's really one of the knocks on him. Um, but that upside of Alabama players in general, I think is kind of winning out for me there. 
I got three picks left. I'm back on the clock, I think. Let me take a look. At 148. Nope, I'm still waiting a little bit on it. Um, so at this point, I've got tackle, wide receiver, linebacker, safety, cornerback. Um, I probably still want to add another interior line and another receiver. So that's what I'm targeting between these this 148 and 150 that I got. Let's see who's available wide receiver. So my guys who I wanted at wide receiver went. They went a little low earlier than I would have thought. Let's see. Tyquan Thornton went five picks ago. Oh, JT. It's a good thing I picked up that safety, though, because JT Woods went eight picks ago. Oh, boy. Bo Melton went early at 130, and Danny Gray right for him at 129. So, at this point, I'm going to wait and see what lands me at wide receiver at 202, because I'm eyeing Kevin Austin Jr., or Isaiah Weston there. Maybe Jalen Naylor. The Bears had a visit with him. Uh, but high injury history there. Uh, Samore Tower, that's a guy who I do like. Um, I think he's being pretty underrated right now. I don't think he's a star, but I think he's a guy who can play in the league. So I'm going to go ahead and wait, wait on wide receiver. Let's see what's there on O-line. Because I'd like to add another offensive lineman. And Donovan West is there. He's a guy who can fill the center spot for the Bears. Who I like a lot. But I can, I can wait till 150 for that. I want to focus on someone who the Panther... If that, that is at risk of going in between these two picks. Really here. Got a lot of running backs and tight ends here. I don't want Darian Kendrick just because some of the, the uh, red flags on him off the field. Uh, Joshua Williams, a small school guy, be a big bet, but he's he's got some serious traits. That might be where I'm going here. Go back-to-back -back cornerbacks. Oh, Tito Agbanya is a guy who would fit this scheme as well, the defensive scheme as a three-tech. Um, but really, I think the Bears need some cornerbacks. I'm going to go ahead and take Joshua Williams here. It's a real Ryan Pace pick, I know, but the small school guys. And I'm going to stick with Donovan West here at the 150 spot. Now, I'm stuck without a pick until 2.02. I got a 52-pick gap here. Let's see what we end up getting. Let's, let's see if, uh, let's watch the wide receiver big board, see if our guy, Kevin Austin, gets robbed from us or not. So, no, we're right on the edge here. Top-ranked receiver left. A few more picks to go. And Kevin Austin's there. So I recently wrote an article about Kevin Austin. This guy is a prototypical X receiver physically. 
got all the all the tools that you want as far as athleticism goes as far as size goes he's a competitor out there um but his sophomore year he didn't he didn't play much his freshman year and then he got uh wasn't on the team's travel list for the last few games of the season which was you know kind of kind of something that isn't a great sign when they're saying you don't need to travel with the team and the next year his sophomore year he was um mysteriously suspended and i'm doing air quotes around suspended because notre dame never actually said or acknowledged that he was suspended but he just wasn't playing for some reason um he wasn't wasn't dressed wasn't you know fully rostered in an nfl term so or didn't make the game day roster i guess would be the way you put it um and it was for a repeated team violations. So that's a bit of a red flag. Uh, going into his junior year, he was back with the team, back expected to play, and he uh, he breaks his foot in camp before the season starts. Gets surgery on it, rushes back after a few games. Um, I, think, I think it was a week three or week two that he got back, and he breaks it again. So he needs another surgery and he's shut down for the year. So this guy, through his junior year, has barely played. Uh, He was a huge, big-time recruit. I think he was the number two recruit in their class that year. Um, So then coming into this past year, he was finally getting going. You know, he he put up some really good numbers down the stretch. It happened to be in a soft spot of Notre Dame's schedule. The back half of the year was pretty soft compared to the, the, the front half, which was really difficult for them as far as the defenses they faced. So that's a big question mark on him. A lot of his production came against that softer part of the schedule. But with his athletic traits, and you know, I almost see it as an upside when a guy has struggled that much too to, to get, get on the field that they've kind of persevered through it. Um, there's still questions about his maturity, questions about, you know, the work that he's going to put in, I guess. But with this, at pick 202, that's a risk I'm willing to take for a guy with the physicals that he has. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and draft him. And that closes out my, my draft class with trades. Um, and I'll show you the final class here in a minute, something I failed to do yesterday. But I will give you a good shot of it. Let's just go ahead and do it right here. So that's a pretty good draft class, honestly. I'd be very happy with this. Obviously, I'm the one who did it. So um, Tyler Smith at 48, Christian Watson at 49, Troy Anderson at. Let's see if I if I hit save. What does that do? Oh, there we go. So here's a full summary. Troy Anderson at 78. Nick Cross at 98. Jalen Armour Davis at 118. Joshua Williams, cornerback. So Jalen Armour Davis is cornerback as well. Nick Cross was a safety. Troy Anderson was a linebacker. Joshua Williams, cornerback at 148. Donovan West, interior O line at 150. Kevin Austin Jr. at 202. Um, let's go ahead and take a second here and let's do something. 
let's go ahead and punch this into my trade calculator and see see what I'm my results are looking like so right here in the draft guide go ahead and get this on the screen for you second there we go so we got Chicago we traded pick 39 and from the Saints we get back let's see 49 and 98 Take this 150 out of there. Oh, I gotta I mess this up a little bit. We'll get this right. There we go. So according to this, according to the Jimmy Johnson model. Bears won this very, very fair trade, just barely. According to the Rich Hill model, pretty similar results. A little less fair, but still very fair at, you know, the Bears gaining three draft points, eight draft points. Very similar uh, final scores. But on the Spielberger-Fitzgerald chart, the Bears cleaned up on this trade. So it's not very realistic according to this one, which is kind of more where my gut leans. Getting 98 for moving back 10 picks in the second round. I don't know how realistic that is. And the Harvard chart agrees with that at the Bears. This was very lopsided. So really, I, I'm not sure how realistic this trade was in hindsight. Um, and let's, let's take a look at our second trade. Where we traded 71. The Bears gave up 71 and 186. To the Browns. What did we get back? We got back 78, 118, and 202. And this one, similarly, the Jimmy Johnson chart says it's fair. Rich Hill chart, it borders on not very fair, kind of in the Bears' favor. And the Spielberger, Fitzgerald, and Harvard charts think that the Bears robbed the Browns in this. So, ultimately, this, uh, this mock might not be the most realistic thing. It's always the tough part about doing these with trades is what what trade chart are they using um, to, to value these trades? I think PFF's trades might be a little better on their mock draft simulator, but um, I like the board better on NFL Mock Draft Database. 
So, it, it, you know, some of them are better at this than that. Some of them are better at one thing or the other. It's hard. It, it's tough to say which one is the best at all of it. So, really here, like I said, I'd be very happy with this draft class. But it might be a little bit more unrealistic as far as the, the value we got back in trades. So, that's really all I've got for you. Um, you like this this trade machine? Go check out our draft guide. You can find it on shaving-points.com. Right here. So just come on, come on over to the website, NFL Draft Guide. And just click here for all your wildest draft dreams to come true. That's all you got to do. It's got all sorts of features on it, as I've shown. It's got... We can go ahead and look at the scouting reports of these players I drafted. We can go to Tyler Smith, out of Tulsa, 21 years old, big board rank, somewhere between 32 and 73. Got a great frame and a violent disposition and athleticism. He's really got, physically, he's got everything that you want to see. Um... An overwhelming run blocker. He just gets up on guys. Uh, but he's just very raw, undisciplined. His hands, I mean, he's, he's like Ricky Bobby. He just doesn't know what to do with them. Um, and gets out of control sometimes. Some really strong comps here that we were able to find. Uh, really pretty scheme versatile. He, I mean, the guy's a ball of clay. It's hard to say. What, uh, he, he's an athletic ball of clay. He can fit into just about anything. Um, and he's just, he's a tone setter. Uh, I believe my second pick was Christian Watson. So, big board rank somewhere between 94 and 45, 45 and 94. About 23 years old, uh, North Dakota State. Another guy who's just extremely athletic. Um, He really did a lot at North Dakota State. He carried the ball. He caught the ball. He did pump returns. Um, and this guy's just, he's got speed for days. He ran a, uh, let's see. Let's get you the full chart here. He ran a 4.36 40-yard dash. Very impressive numbers. That one's gonna, yeah, that's gonna be the best view for you. Um, so he graduated. His dad was defensive back at Howard and spent five years in the NFL, mostly with the Packers. Got a few other football player college level roots there, but he has had multiple knee surgeries. And dealt with a hamstring this past year. So that that's kind of some of the worry with him. Um, I think DJ Chark's a pretty solid comp for him. Maybe not from a durability level, but from a, a, player, a pure player profile. I think that's a pretty good, um, pretty good name to compare him to. Uh, Troy Anderson. This guy's got a fun background, man. So let's go ahead and throw him up here. Got a wide range as far as what he's been looked at. I think this is a guy who's going to go earlier than people expect, which means he might not be there for the Bears when we picked him. 
Uh, 23 years old, linebacker out of Montana State. Great blend of size. I mean, six foot four, 245 pounds. Ran a 4440. Um, broad jump at 128. That's huge. Um, not the most instinctive player yet. He's, I mean, I think he's very natural to the position. He's only been playing it for a few years. Um, becomes indecisive and confused and running past assignments sometimes. Again, he's newer to the position. So this is actually a pretty raw class that I drafted. A lot of upside, but very raw. That's probably one of the concerns with it. Um, plays like a bowl in a china shop. But... He was an all-conference quarterback for Montana State back in 2018. Um, had a knee surgery back in 2019, but he's fully recovered from it. He was his, valed, his high school's valedictorian, um, academic Heisman finalist, and his, his dad played college basketball. Um, Nick Cross... Out of Maryland, safety, not even 21 years old yet, can't buy a beer. Average rank between 51 and 149, so people are pretty split on him. Um, I think he's been moving up draft boards, though. Uh, plays a heavy game, you know, that enforces her mentality. Downhill on pat, on uh, receivers. Uh, he's got he's got some serious bursts to him, you can see right here, 4'3", 440". Agile, explosive with the, the vertical and the broad jump, and the ten-yard split. A um, little heavier for a safety, which is, I mean, honestly, good with his the numbers he put up on agility and speed and explosiveness. Who cares if he's playing over two ten? Like, I think that's perfect. Um, can get be a little slow to get downhill, and. Uh, his feet, he doesn't always take his feet with him as he's as he's uh, reacting to the play. Let's see. He roomed with Mike Tomlin Sunder in college. So maybe the Steelers will take him. Who knows? But let's take a look at Jalen Armour Davis because I've talked about him in both, both these drafts I did. So cornerback, nickname is the Kick Slide King. Huge variation here on big boards. Um, but his, I mean, 65 to 325. He's fast, 43940. Not very agile though, which could work out in a cover two type scheme where you know he's not being asked to go side, go across the field horizontally as much as he is just um, playing his own. Shorter arms. Uh, length is something I always like to see in corners, but that's something that um, that might kind of change. That. You know, that's a Vic Fangio thing. That's a, that that's the defense that they did play, not necessarily the defense they still play. So he's had two knee surgeries in seventeen and eighteen, but he's been healthy since then, since eighteen. Um, not a fluid mover. That's really that's the agility there. And inexperienced, only one season starting at Bama. Um, so, again, he's a project. I drafted a very raw class, I'm starting to realize. But um, I'm generally okay with that. The Bears are in a rebuilding year. Say hello to Joshua Williams, the corner out of Fayetteville State. 
another guy high upside on the athletics on the from the athletic standpoint the frame standpoint long arms uh got got enough speed that 10 yard splits good the 40s a little slower at four five three but um in the cover two i think you should be able to get away with that not that the bears will be running a strict like tampa two or anything it's all it's variations of it but um i don't think speed is a absolute must for their guys as long as they're hitting whatever the threshold might be um and the jumping competition for this guy is going to be huge but he's got some traits that you really like um let's see donovan west it's small i mean he's he's a center so you can you might be able to get by with some of the size issues. Coming under three hundred, it's always tough for any position on the O line. Um, his athletic traits are okay; they're not great, but high football IQ plays plays a physical style, um, and his hands are fast and generally pretty accurate. So that length. Let's see, his length isn't too bad at 33 inches, but having those quick, accurate hands is a huge plus for an offensive lineman, especially when they don't have length. Being able to hit your spots with your hands is just its going to make all the difference. I've already talked plenty about Kevin Austin. Let's go ahead and show you his, his physical profile here. Just very impressive. Smaller hands is the only thing you can really knock on him physically. Um... So, generally, this is a class that has a lot of upside. Probably a lot of downside because of how many raw guys I drafted. I, just, I, I fell in love with the Combine Heroes. But um, that's all I got for you today. Shaving Points Podcast. Again, this is Quentin Crisco. You can go follow me on Twitter at Stats. Go follow the pod on everything, especially LinkedIn. We want to build up that LinkedIn following. Um And go listen to our other stuff. Go check out our other stuff on YouTube. And have yourself a great Monday evening. Don't screw up my Tom Brady poster. It's my favorite one. Look at that jawline. Just the right amount of scruff.